You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Well met, fellow adventurers. I think we are now going to conclude at long last in bleakest winter. We are on these icy pillars above a icy waging... We're upon snow-capped columns above an icy waging sea. We're in a massive cavern and... Well, I'm probably not. Probably none of this is actually happening because that's just how things work with the Whispered Madness Saga. I'm in the southwest corner of this dungeon, right onto a bridge. You're crossing a dilapidated wooden bridge, spanning a gap between two snow-capped pillars that wise out of a waging sea far below. The bridge creaks, groans, and sways with your every step. Okay, onto a pillar, and then a bridge, then a pillar. Then a bridge, yes. standing on a dilapidated wooden bridge, spanning the gap between two snow-capped pillars that wise out of an icy, waging sea far below. The bridge creaks, groans, and sways with your every step. Suddenly, as you step off the bridge, a loud groan fills the air as a violent shudder runs along the length of the wooden span. You turn and watch as the bridge crumbles to pieces, its splintered remnants plunging down into the churning waters at the foot of the column. Okay, I can't go back now. But admittedly, even if I could go back, that wouldn't get me anywhere anyway, because I have no idea how I got here, where I am, or... And I suspect none of this is actually happening. Okay, I'll just keep going east. Another bridge. Another pillar. Another bridge. Now on the map, these look... The the bridge bits look like black and brown stripes. And the, the pillar bits just look like a sort of light blue. 
Okay, suddenly this bridge collapses too. As you step off the bridge, a loud groan fills the air as a violent shudder runs along the length of the, the wooden span. Span. You turn and watch as the bridge crumbles to pieces, its splintered remnants plunging down into the churning waters at the foot of the column. Okay. Time to go west. Suddenly. And that one collapses too. And so does that one. Okay, okay, I'm on the second row of pil pillars, going west again. Okay, that one didn't collapse. Okay, going... Alright, made my way to the end of the second row. Go north. A black... You're in a massive chasm atop a snow-capped column that rises out of an icy, raging sea far below. Dilapidated wooden bridges extend from the east and south edges of this pillar to the top of the adjacent columns. The black silhouette of a woman stands near the edge of the column. Okay, approach the figure of shadow. Ah, so there you are, snarls the shadow of the woman. It seems you might ne you might never make it far. But your wretched sort has resiliency, if nothing else. Even now the maze calls to you, does it not? Remember, it cannot separate itself from its creator, for he is the maze. Did you know that? I very much doubt you did. The silhouetted woman falls silent for a moment. When she again speaks, her voice seems familiar but distant. Take my hand and crow my way, she says. Have you already forgotten me? Do you not recognise me? You instilled this anger in me that it continues to burn. The shadow extends its white hand. Reach out for the shadow's hand. Your hand passes through the shadow, and as it does, the silhouette momentarily darkens, then abruptly vanishes. A silent roar erupts in your mind, as the howling vortex expands to encompass the entirety of your icy perch, forcing you into a desperate struggle to survive its tempestuous fury. This is shimmering, simmering rage. My rage, perhaps, I assume? Because this, this is almost certainly happening in my own mind. The churning tempest howls wildly as it assails you. Fortunately, this is a free plus, so apparently I'm not, not, Zoop isn't a particularly angry person. Which, which is probably good for everybody, really. And it is slain. Didn't even get a hit in 7xp. You stagger back several steps, struggling to catch your breath as the last vestiges of the gaseous vortex rapidly dissipate. A profound sense of calm washes over you as the silent war building at the back of your back of your mind is suddenly gone. Okay, now going east. There's a bridge, and it collapses. Okay, and that that and that pulls off, and that means there is no way back again. 
of course, there's nothing to go to as I go back. Pillar going north now. Going as, east as far as possible, going north. Okay, now it's, I'm on another pillar. Bridges extend to the south and west. Because I went north again. This is the fourth, the fourth row of pillars. The black silhouette of a man stands near the edge of the column. Approach the figure of shadow. Aha! And so you've come at last, cries the shadow of a man. It is my profound pleasure, of course, to greet you. But no, I will also impart a warning. One you must not fail to heed. It brings me much joy to let you know that in the darkness you will face a mirror. For which all will be the same, only backwards. If anything looks unchanged in the reflection, it must be happily destroyed. I assume that's... I assume that's probably some sort of clue for a later level of the mad. The silhouetted man falls silent for a moment. When he again speaks, his voice seems familiar, but distant. Take my hand, and together we will try to remember this meeting, he says. You have already given me enough hope to rival even my joy. You don't know who I am, though, do you? The shadow extends his white hand. So, reach out for the shadow's hand. Your hand passes through the shadow, and as it does, the silhouette momentarily darkens and then abruptly vanishes. A silent war erupts in your mind as the howling vortex expands to encompass the entirety of your icy perch, forcing you to make you into a desperate struggle to survive its tempestuous fury. Begin combat with unfettered joy. Which is also a 3 plus, because apparently Zoop is a bit of a grumpy guts. Not angry, just grumpy. Which is why he doesn't feel a lot of joy. Apparently. The howling tempest. The churning tempest howls wildly as it assails you. Oh, and I just went into battle rage. I prefer being grumpy! <sighs> and it is slain. 8 XP. You stagger back several steps, struggling to catch your breath as the last vestiges of the gaseous vortex rapidly dissipate. A profound sense of sorrow washes over you, leaving you momentarily distraught. Well, I did... I did just beat up my joy, so that makes sense. As, a, as the silent war building at the back of your mind is suddenly gone. Okay, now going west. Okay, there's a bridge, pillar, bridge. Crossing a dilapidated wooden bridge spanning the gap between two snow-capped pillars that rise out of an icy raging sea far below. The bridge creaks, groans and sways with your every step. As you step off the bridge, a loud groan fills the air as a violet shudder runs along the length of the wooden span. You turn and watch as the bridge crumples to pieces, its splintered remnants plunging down into the churning waters at the foot of the column. Okay, 
I'm at the western side of another world. I forgot which one it is. Anyway, going north. And that bridge collapses. Okay, making my way east now. And that bridge collapses. Then making my way east again. Alright, this is the penultimate row I'm on now. And there we are. Okay, and this is the most northeastern pillar now. A crude, tall statue carved out of solid ice appears examining the statue. The large, crudely horn ice sculpture seems to depict a skull with the blade of a sword passing through it. Suddenly, the statue rapidly melts away, forming a crackling, hissing pool of black liquid. A massive figure of shadow begins to rise out of the weaving puddle. You step back and assume a guarded stance, as a shadowy figure rising out of the bubbling black pool surely assumes a terrifying physical form, wound skin. His, his thick arms folded across his wound-marred chests, steps clear of the puddle and fixes you with a cold glare. I beg your indulgence. For there is something you need to see, he grumbles, his eyes ablaze with the ancient fires of worlds his unfavourable wrath long ago reduced to ash. Our destinies are bound, as much by choice as they are by fate. I would severely admonish any who blindly adhere to the notion that fate alone spawns destiny. For me, freedom, despite its penchant for invoking the volatile, is what draws us towards the myriad dooms that might ultimately serve as our end. The immortal ogre unfolds his arm, arms and raises them above his head. When he lowers them, just a few moments later, his hands grip a large, pulsing spear of shadow. There is one who strives to shape your destiny, snarls Woonskin, and in so doing, craft my doom. How mighty he must perceive himself to be. You may know him, but not as you will see him. Look into the spear and behold him in the grand absurdity of his Vain glory. Okay, who is it? Who is it? Is it Prince Iacor or is it Glenorias? Because I know both of them, both of them are plotting against Woundskin. And he knows they're both plotting against him. Look into the Shadow Spear. You step forward and peer into the pulsing spear of shadow. Within the inky core of the orb, an image begins to shape, take shape. The visual, at first indistinct, slowly comes into focus, revealing a strange scene. The scene unfolding within the shadowy spear depicts, depicts a young man in grey cloth attire struggling through a snowy landscape towards a distant, flickering light. Suddenly... A small object slips from his right hand and disappears into the deepening snow at his feet. 
clearly panicked. The young man drops to his knees and begins frantically searching for whatever has fallen into the snow. Only to return several moments later, clutching to his chest something he's just retrieved. The scene instantly changes and the same young man, now clad in blue robes, is using a stick to trace what appears to be a maze of passages on the snow-covered ground. He seems to be extremely agitated and hurls the stick towards a dark forest looming up on his left. Again, the scene changes and the same man, now older, is seated in a wooden chair rubbing furiously at a golden-blue symbol emblazoned on the back of his left hand. Wait, is this... is this Wagner? I think it might be Wagner. He cries out in frustration as he rises from the chair and turns to face you, his desperate, pleading gaze serving to quicken your pulse. Woundskin snorts and the scene... And the scene at the core of the shadowy spear goes black. As you step back, Leo remaining in close proximity to the org. Ogre. Woundskin draws his hands together, compressing the shadowy orb until it's no larger than an apple. The, the immortal ogre tosses the pulsing spear of his left shoulder and it immediately vanishes. You have seen, he says. Now! You must leave this place. There is danger in staying here for too long. I will help you escape what you've created. But I'm afraid you'll find my means to be of a somewhat brutal sort. Without warning, Woundskin fades from view, leaving you alone atop the snow-capped column. The bubbling black pool ceases its worthing weaving and disappears. Okay, time to go west. Across the bridge, there's another pillar. There's another bridge. And this is the final pillar. You're in a massive cavern atop a snow-capped column that rises out of an icy, raging sea far below. Suddenly... A young, tall woman in dark robes suddenly appears at the edge of the top of the column, a gaunt face bearing a kindly expression and a long, willowy frame draped in tattered wax. A pair of massive winter wolves steps into view behind her. I shouldn't be here, she says, her jaw trembling as she speaks. But I have to warn you, the war does not go away. The uncertainty never leaves you. There is no solace in this temporary absence, for you're left to dread its return. You ask the woman about the cavern, about Maldruff, about how you can find your way back to the world that you know. Find your way back? she asks incredulously. You've never left it. The veil around you is not reality. You are where you were, where you've always been. But enough of that! There remains only the shadow. Tear through its layers, and you will be where you desire to be. Not an even he can deny you such a furious want. You repeat your inquiry about Mordorf. 
only partially remembering what she previously told you about his faith. You completed my task, he says. Muldruff lives. If indeed such a simple existence is evidence of being alive, behind the woman, a massive wall of shadow begins to take form. In bleakest winter, she says, placing her hands on the heads of her wolves, it's not folly to trust in the promise of spring's renewal. Though after all, tides against which even the truly mighty cannot hope to stand. An, an unsettling feeling passes over you as the woman and her two wolves suddenly vanish. Out of the centre of the wall of shadows, taking form behind her, steps the hulking figure of Woundskin, the immortal ogre, the scourge of countless worlds, scorched derisively and fixes you with a grim stare. The madness isn't real, he snarls, though your perception of it, of it is, for you, a kind of reality. We are near enough to your end to sense it, though it cannot yet be seen. Fell me, I'll rend the fabric of this place you've created, or perish in this foolish construct you've imagined. Woundskin draws a massive iron-hafted hammer, the weapon's spiked oaken head emits a dazzling golden light. The, uh, the ogre, the blue wounds covering his menacing bulk, glowing brightly, step, stomps towards you, appearing to glow slight, grow slightly larger with every step. As Woundskin approaches, he whisks a glance over the edge of the column to the raging ICC far below. So two options here. I could hold my ground and engage Woundskin, or... Hurl myself off the top of the column. If I hurl myself off the top of the column, I die. And I spent so long doing this adventure, I really don't want to do that. Alright, I'm going to engage Woundskin. As he... As he steps... Uh, wait, no. As he steps forward, his hammer waves. Woundskin stretches wide his jaws as if to unleash a fearsome bellow, but no sound emerges from his mouth. Okay. He's a demon. So I'm going to equip Tiara's staff, because that has a bonus against demons. Begin combat with Woundskin. Or not. Hmm. No, 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 no. Tiara's staff isn't helping. He swipes at you with his fearsome hammer. Okay. Starting by using all the quickstone 20s. Didn't help much. Okay, next up. Wand of dragon fire. A deafening roar fills the air as a powerful breath of fire explodes from the tip of your iron wand. Your enemy is consumed by the ravaging flames taking 155 points of damage. Well, that was a pretty disappointing for a wand use. Keep swiping. Ah, I go into battle rage. That helps. Oh, just get, get out of my head! Okay? 
Just get out of my head! Your enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 25 damage. I go into battle rage again! Ugh. Stop messing with my mind! I'm, I don't even get particularly care if you exist, I'm still gonna smash you! Okay, he's, he's, he, he is very nearly slain. Okay. Powerful surge of neural energy washes over your foe for three damage. Alright, uh, he smashes through your defences with a devastating blow. I have 23 health left. Let's use a quick stone. Because I do not want to fall at this last hurdle. It would be so annoying. Alright, I go into battle wage. As the quick stone bright shimmers and grows bright red. As it fully healed you. And he is slain. Yay! 12 XP. That's it. That's it! Your enchantment of devastation helped you score two rolls of 20. I guess it probably helped me get into battle ways or something. Wound skin. His wounds rapidly healing. Steps beyond the range of your attack and smiles. He lowers his hammer and his blazing, blazing eyes unexpectedly dim as his charling continent adopts an almost tender expression. And it always what? What, he says, his quick voice uttered by a gentle voice passing through you like a rumble of thunder. And you always were, and this never was, and will be. You must know it for what it is. Suddenly, the immortal ogre's face twists into a hideous scowl. He raises his massive hammer. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. With a, with a grim snarl, he slowly stretches into a savage bellow. Woundskin points the tip of the hammer at you, unleashing a deadly blast of golden energy that would outright slay a lesser deity. The crackling energy surges through you, but leaves no mark and causes no damage. As Woundskin lowers his weapon, he grins. Before you can make sense of what has just happened, your surroundings, including the hulking figure of the immortal ogre, swiftly melt away. You stagger forwards, your surroundings still blurred, seemingly unable to find your balance on the uneven even ground passing beneath your feet. A flood of memories surges through your mind, most of them hazy images of poignant moments from the distant past abound with faces that are once familiar and frightening. A firm hand places itself on your white shoulder, halting your meandering momentum, and a soft, feminine voice slips into your left ear. Easy, my friend, whispers the voice. Yes, it's me. You're safe. You're back. Is this the person who rescued me at the very start of my adventures? Or the idea of that person, at least. Your surroundings abruptly come into focus, and you spin to face who has ever just whispered into your ear. 
only to have your weary eyes greeted by a lonely stretch of snow-swept forest world. Several yards away, not far from the where, where the smouldering remains of the coach are heaped, lies the body of Muldruff. As you hurriedly make your way over to the fallen guard, he moans and begins to stir. Well, I guess that makes all this crazy stuff that just happened worth it. By the time you meet Muldruff, he's already sitting up, wincing in discomfort as he glances warily in both directions along the road. You're quick to, to note his left arm, which you last recall as bloodied and limp, inexplicably bears no sign of damage. Oh, I guess... Thanks, crazy sorcerer lady with the wolves. You hope the guard regain his feet, and for reasons over which you've puddled ever since, puzzled ever since, the two of you share a long, hearty laugh. For the better part of an hour, you and Muldroff mill about the remnants of the wagon, tending as best as you can to the remains of those who perished in the fiery attack. Muldroff, oblivious of trials through which you passed while he was unconscious, seems remarkably collected as he searches through the debris, remarking he has long been in the employ of the merchant. Of the merchant, those life was brutally caught, cut short in the ambush. ambush. I'll do what I can to help his family, of course, he says. He was a good, honest man, and deserved a fate better than the one he was allotted. A shame, to be sure. At last, having completed the grim task, the two of you set out along the road in the direction of Warfoot. On the outskirts of Warfoot, you and Muldruff part ways, neither realising, through perhaps suspecting, this will be the last time you will ever meet. Waldorf, his eyes tearing but his jaw firm, meets you in a shoulder cross and wishes you luck. Adding that he's honoured to have thought at your side. We need folk like you about, he says. Good, honest, clever folk, not afraid to pitch in. That, that's all that can save us from what's coming. And what is it that's coming? I can't say. Maybe you can't either. Whatever it is. We need to be ready if we can. You bid You bid Mordroth farewell and watch as he ambles into the village, pausing as he reaches the main thoroughfare to glance back and wave. You return the wave and then set off on your way. Slowly, over the coming weeks and months that following the unnerving events in Grey Warren, you begin to put the unsettling episode behind you, your restless nights once plagued with twentic visions born out of the distorted, fragmented recollections of events both true and imagined, are suppl supplanted by the woken return of deep, peaceful, dreamless slumber. It is during your quietest moments, however, when your mood turns reflective, that you are profoundly aware of its lurking presence. You're tempted to try and speak with it, to beguile it from, from even just a few shreds of wisdom you were 
to beguile from it even just a few shreds of the wisdom you imagine it conceals. But it only ever lingers long enough to sow doubt before swiftly melting back into the demented obscurity. Your, your reason seems incapable of penetrating. As always, you struggle to quell the nagging fear that it will again bellow. Rattling your psyche with this terrifying, with the terrifying resonance of its silent war. Years after the fiery ambush in Greywagon, one of the kingdom's wealthiest men, a merchant though straight, a merchant though trading a empire stretched into both Fleodon and Warisil still recalled the day that forever changed the direction of his life. Mordorov, grazing out of the window of the east tower of his walled residence, searched the starry late summer sky, and again vowed to cross paths and thank the woman whose character and wisdom served as his steadfast guide for many, for many years. All right. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. There, there is no link there. The woman is underlined, but there's no link, and that brings us at long last to the end of this adventure. With three thousand and seventy-two experience to general. And 128 experience to all skills and powers. And that hasn't unlocked any new adventures. Because the Whisper of Madness Saga has only got that far so far. Okay, so I guess next adventure. Uh, what to do, what to do, what to do. What to do. Hmm, let's see. Okay, from the bottom, Tile Dungeon Preview, Wailed Payment, done that. Whisperer's done that. There's eavesdropping in Talonus. That leads to quite a few things to do. Three words in Migsprawl. Urgo's Trail in High Meadow. That restarts the whole mad business. The Cabin in Hawklaw, we've done that on another character. The Prisoner of Tal of Thalbrelek in Edmark. Top of the Hill, we've done that. And a grim proposal in the Maze of Tents on Iron Crown Island. Hmm. I guess we'll do Ulgaro's Trail next. Unless I change my mind. And anyway, until then, farewell, fellow adventurous support for this podcast and the following message come from corient corient provides wealth management services centered around you they focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully preserve their wealth and provide for the people causes and communities they care about as one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning,
accounting, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.